Welcome to The Healthy Beast. This episode is about pain. Again, one of my favourite topics. Well, not my favourite topics, as in it's something I'm into. It's just that it's something I have to think about quite a lot because of lots of injuries I've picked up over the years. In this episode, I'm trying something called platelet-rich plasma treatment. PRP, platelet-rich plasma. Basically, they take out your blood, spin it around in a centrifuge, and then inject it back into the problem area. The idea is that it speeds up the healing process. It's also used as a beauty treatment because people put it in their face and it stimulates the production of collagen, but we're not worried about that today. It's used widely in sports medicine. At the beginning of the podcast, I've just had blood taken, so fairly standard, a little prick. At the beginning of the podcast, there's quite a bit of noise from the centrifuge machine as my blood's being spun around, but this soon calms down. And we can hear Dr. Andrew Weber at the Body V Clinic in Richmond explaining exactly how PRP works. I hope you enjoy listening. Fantastic. I'm here with Dr. Andrew Weber. I should explain. We're at the Body V Medical Clinic in Richmond. I'm on the couch and you just took my blood and the sound we can hear in the background is the centrifuge. So that's spinning my blood at the moment. Now we're here to talk about some new ways of fighting pain. So particularly one that called platelet-rich plasma or PRP. Can you maybe explain what that is? We're taking your own blood and we are using the blood products um, by taking the blood, putting it into a centrifuge, spinning it down. The red cells, which are much heavier, go to the bottom, uh, leaving a straw-coloured liquid above. This will contain um, the platelets, the majority of which are at the bottom of that yellow-coloured liquid, uh, and that's platelet-rich plasma. And now we can use the platelets um, for any one of a number of of reasons. Um, The platelets are the cells that start the clotting cascade. They contain a number of growth factors and cytokines as well. That wonderful beeping sound, that means my my blood's ready. That's good. But also we've got this lovely calm (laughs) now. So I was starting to understand now, this is good, because at at the beginning there there were words that threw me off. So, okay, so you're taking the blood, goes in the centrifuge, and you're just, before the beeping, you're explaining exactly what happens there. And then the plasma contains the platelets. The platelets contain a number of growth factors and cytokines, um, transmitters to other cells that will initiate certain actions within the body. And it depends on which part of the body you're going to be injecting into. Um, we use PRP and inject it into the skin to stimulate um, fibroblasts which are cells that produce collagen to produce more collagen and as we all know as we age our skin contains less and less collagen so we can effectively um, turn back the clock in terms of the collagen content of the skin by boosting its production we can inject it into the scalp to stimulate hair growth. We can inject it um, into joints where you have wear and tear, osteoarthritis, knees, uh, shoulders, anywhere else where you've got um, damage that's occurred through wear and tear. It's been used in sports medicine 
for many years now to help and speed up the healing process for tendon and muscle injuries. It's used post, post burns um, to speed up the healing process and to minimize scarring. Okay, so, yeah. so it's, it's, it's mul- multiple uses. We're using the cells, your own cells, to stimulate a response in different parts of the body. So in my case, for instance, I've got this shoulder that's a mm. kind of nagging, ongoing shoulder injury where um, the acromion joint has been rubbing gradually and, and has become inflamed. Or, or the bursa has. Or the, yeah, you, bursitis. You, I don't know what that is. The bursitis. There's, a, there's um, a bursa which is where two surfaces run over each other that can become inflamed. Um, and that's, I think, probably what you have. Okay, so in this, so the PRP in this case, we're using it as an anti-inflammatory agent. Uh huh. So, so it's. Do we understand exactly how it works? It's just it's it's causing the body to. Um, because what I what I read about it before was that they were saying they saying what it did, but they saying they don't fully understand exactly why. Is it one of these things that it stimulates? Regrowth, but the, we don't the, really the exact pathways. I think they probably do know the the exact pathways um, and which cells, which which transmitters are released. Uh, there is a process. It's starting a process. The end product is to reduce the inflammation, to reduce the pain. So, why do interviews? Do you need to just have it once, or is it something you need to have a course? Most on? of them, it's usually a course. You repeat it after after um, two to four weeks. You might have to repeat it again. Um, it just depends on what we're treating if we're treating the face it's usually a course of three you're going to have to again repeat because the cells that you're stimulating will be sitting there um, producing collagen for three four months um, the collagen will last a year and a bit um, so you're going to, this is a process you're going to have to repeat on a regular basis to maintain the, the collagen content of the, the skin so the collagen I think people know about in the keeping the face looking young mm. aspect but this production is that it works the same way to reduce pain does it is that a it, it'll, it'll work to reduce pain because it stimulates the healing response it'll act uh, in an anti-inflammatory way as well okay great shall we um proceed with yeah we we've now taken this um so that's tube out of out of the centrifuge um, at the bottom you can see the red blood there's a layer that divides that from the plasma okay, which so is straw coloured ok so I've got this test tube here so at the bottom is thick red red cells and at the, bot- bot- at the top it's a kind of yellowy that's what remains goo, yes. and that's your plasma is it? that's right that? ok so it's separated those out Platelets are much smaller than the red cells, so they're up in the plasma. Mm-hmm. Um, but platelets are multifunctional in that they um, perform a lot of functions in in the body. And depending on where you're injecting them, uh, you're going to get different responses. If you inject them into or around a bone that hasn't healed, it'll speed up the healing of the bone. If you inject it um, into the skin we've talked about that so we're going to take this yellow stuff yep. basically and the rest of it will we discard well, we discard that we don't discard the useless bit yep. of my blood and the the platelet rich plasma we're going to what, inject directly into 
this area right into the shoulder wow so what we're going to do is to mix it all up and now we'll transfer into the other syringe play some, play some music in the interlude we knew this would be slightly awkward, so. But where well, there's a bolt, you're going to need to sit up. Okay, fine. Yep, I can do as I'm as I'm bidden. Are you okay for me to connect you? Yeah. Are you going to need to move? Okay, so at the moment you're applying that. Um, we're using chlorhexidine to clean the area, so it's, we're using an aseptic technique because we're going to be injecting into the joint. Okay, preparing my shoulder. What sort of pain level am I expecting here? It's going to be a little bit uncomfortable because we're going to be sticking a needle in. What about on the, on the doctor's scale of 1 to 10? Are you, are you, uh, that's not for... That's are you ready? Yeah. Oh, three. The PRP injection is a little bit uncomfortable. Oh yeah, you can feel a sort of um, sort of oh yeah, you can feel it going in there, but it's not not the worst. That's it. It's finished. So we've approached from behind, mm-hmm. and we've gone into not so much the subacromial space because this is all interlinked, but we've gone into the, the shoulder joint. Mm-hmm. But it'll it'll spread throughout now. And how long does it generally take for the effects to be felt? From a few days to a week or so. You're saying you could combine this with other forms of pain treatment. That's right. Um, and the other the other treatment that we have for for pain is using. Um, far infrared, near infrared, and far infrared light. So light therapy. This is two different kinds of light therapy. Far infrared. They're low level light therapies using LED lights. Um, certain wavelengths have certain properties, and they initiate certain reactions. And again, it can interfere in the in the well. One, um, there is again an acceleration in the healing there's an anti-inflammatory effect and a lot of the pain can come from areas that are inflamed Um, there's a direct effect on 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 the pain itself penetration of the near infrared is deeper than than using red light and near infrared can penetrate up to about two centimeters so you can use it on joints, you can use it on knees, uh, anywhere that's within about two centimetres of the surface of the skin. And how exactly do you do it? So you just... You just sit under a, um, an LED light. So it's a panel. So you, it's like a sunbed? It's like a sunbed. But a special... It'll feel, it'll feel warm. Um, it's just like a sunbed, but it's the other end of the spectrum. Uh, for the sunbeds, you're using ultraviolet. That's the shorter end of the spectrum. We're talking about the longer wavelengths. Mm-hmm. So, would you, would you put particular body parts at any one time, or do you do, do you treat a large area? Um, how, how big is the whole 
surface area you can treat the panels about this big so yeah and are there kind of risks to doing too much of it no. or anything like no, that there are no, no, no side effects no risks and this is something people would do regularly as well absolutely um, there, there's a movement towards having red rooms in every house um, using them as saunas Again, you have a heating effect, but it's very much an internal heating effect. In a sauna, you would have um, coal uh, that's generating the heat and stones, um, creating steam. Here, we're just using infrared, which also will heat the body, but it heats from the inside. It has lots of other benefits in that there is stimulation of the immune system, some of the other wavelengths we can use for removal of fat. So, so using light, which has no side effects, has potentially have potentially so many benefits. But at the moment, people got to um, go privately for it. Isn't yes. It? Yeah. So there's not they don't. It's not available on the NHS. Um, but if you think about it, there would be a place if if you have an LED that speeds up the healing postoperatively. Um, Think of all the days you could save in terms of hospital beds uh, by discharging patients earlier. Why do you think they don't do it? Because it's new technology at the moment. They're probably not even aware of it. So how long have people been using it regularly, is it? Um, It was developed to a large extent by NASA. Um, It all started in the 1960s with an accidental discovery on a low-level laser. Um, a laser that was malfunctioning and it wasn't putting out as much energy as it was supposed to and the results were that the mice that they were treating um, the mouse that was treated with the faulty laser healed much faster than the others so NASA picked up the concept and developed their LEDs Um, aim was to have something that would speed up the healing process for uh, astronauts uh, just in case they had an injury. Um, carried on from there, lots of research, further research has been done on different wavelengths, um, but, but the near-infrareds actually do have a beneficial effect on pain. It could be arthritic pain, uh, it could be post-operative. So many, how many reasons are there for pain? So it's it's going to work on all of them. So what, why do you think it's been so slow for people to pick up on it if it's discovered all that time ago? Um, the way it's, is it out in the media at the moment? No. Um, if you go onto the internet, you'll find that there are red light and near-infrared and far-infrared saunas out there. Um, is it a big market at the moment? Probably not. Uh, is it going to be a big market? I think it probably will be. But we're just on, on the verge of, of something much bigger happening. So something like this ankle operation I was telling you about that I've got to have in a couple of weeks, um, the healing process, that's something that it could Yeah, so you help come in and, and you put that under the lights, you come in every couple of days or every day and it's going to speed up the healing process. It'll reduce edema as well because it stimulates the lymphatics, um, it stimulates the circulation. Uh, one of the byproducts is, is nitric oxide, which is a vasodilator, so it will increase the amount of blood getting to the area where the healing's occurring. So as soon as the, as soon as the cast's off, 
as soon as the skin's available you can start doing that mm. well I'll have to come back yeah um, people who have lymphedema for one reason or another people who have edema um, patients who've had uh, DVTs and they've got swollen legs um, it'll help them so it's like a, like a load of uses really yeah. multifunctional yes using shorter wavelengths blue light um, we, we can treat acne because it's bactericidal it initiates a healing process um, do you use it yourself? yes yeah. do you? because yeah. it sounds like a thing you know if there's no you know, if there's no side effects to it, and it can have this healing process, it almost seems like a yeah, it's like a th- like a therapy role that you could you could do. That's it, it's a therapy that's got no side effects. That's the beauty about it. You're just using light that we're all exposed to all the time, but it's the power and the wavelength that determine what it can do. So it's just the, so it's just getting the equipment, and but you need supervision to use it properly, I guess. Uh, yes, I suppose so, with some of them, with some of the wavelengths, you can you can uh, can be under for too long. Um, it can cause darkening of the skin. So yes, you, you've got to know what you're doing. Well, that sounds fascinating. Well, I look forward to trying it. So, Dr. Andrew Weber, the Body V Mediclinic in Richmond, Surrey. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much to Dr. Andrew Weber at the Body V Clinic in Richmond. That's bodyv, B-O-D-Y-V-I-E dot com if you want to find out any more. I had that done a couple of days ago and it's actually feeling a little bit better now. A little bit looser now, my shoulder. It's hard to tell and I've got to go back for a follow-up. But early signs are good. Thanks very much for listening. Bye. (laughs) 